Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We had Jerry Jones on the show earlier today. Let's dive right into some of the audio and dissect his answers. Uh, And by the way, Jerry was uh, stepping out of some roster meetings where they were trying to get down to their final cut, and he was trying to wolf down some eggs and sausage. And uh, so we kind of caught him mid-breakfast. He was still kind enough to join us, and he joked about that later. So if you hear that, that's what's going on. But we asked him, uh, you know, because he had said last night he's expecting to go into the season without Zeke. He's expecting Zeke to miss some games. But why he expects, we asked him, why does he expect Zeke to come back in at some point? The uh, uh, collective bargaining agreement <laughs> has obviously uh, caveats to it. And one of them is that after a certain number of games, you start tolling everything and things just start going forward and forward. And so uh, uh, unique to uh, the rules, uh, if he comes in at a certain point in midseason, uh, or he does not come in, then it would basically just take everything contractually that he is and roll it another year forward. So nothing's been gained uh, on his part. So uh, um, it's unlikely that in any way Zeke wouldn't play. From our perspective, uh, uh, after you get on into the season a little bit, we've got uh, uh, the majority of the season left, the playoffs left, and. And then any player that would come in, you'd expect them to uh, be able to get in shape and and be fresh and be quite an asset to the team. Ben, I think it's so interesting how he worded that because he said the majority of the season left, but it's the same number of games if we're talking about the reality of that midway point that pro football talk was talking about. He said the majority of the season left. What he really means is, the more important games are in the back half of that schedule. It's the same number of games. It's not a majority. It's just the most important games. And he said he's saying that all so matter-of-factly because that is the situation that Zeke is in. You know, I've seen a lot of incredible text messages at 877-881-1053, the Autoflex Leasing Fan Text. Some great reaction to people on when we had Joel Corey on. It was a great idea to get him on, Ben, because it's a different perspective and all those things. But even you heard Joel Corey say, I never expected Zeke to miss any games, but here's we are. Here we are, because they figured that there was a reasonable solution to all of this. But by the way, Jerry's talking, and by the way, Marshall Falk's talking, or however you want to, you know, uh, color what's coming from Zeke's side, it is acrimonious now. And so they are getting more dug in. And the Cowboys are, look, we know what the circumstance is. You're not going to sit out all these games because (laughs) it would be foolish to do it. You're not going to give all this money away. You're not going to do it. And so a guy like Joel Corey that doesn't have a dog in the hunt, I never expected him to miss games. This is reasonable. Why wouldn't this happen? And now they're at a place where they're being unreasonable. Can something change in the next three or four days to where Zeke is here for week one and reason prevails? And again, they start the season with the Giants at home, at the Redskins, then the Dolphins at home. Two out of three at home, and all three of those teams are bottom-feeding catfish of the league. Those should be wins. And if you look at the first eight games of the season, um, 
only three of them are against playoff contenders, the Saints, the Packers, and the Eagles. So three are against good teams, five are against bad teams. In the back half of the season, it's the exact opposite. Only three of those games are against non-contenders, the Redskins, the Bills, and the Lions. Outside of that, you've got the Vikings, you've got the Patriots, you have the Bears, you have the Rams, you have the Eagles. They do need Zeke for the back half more than they need him for the front half, but I also wonder what Zeke shows up. Like, how do you, how do you get a guarantee that the Zeke who does show up comes up with a great attitude? Here's cut number 10. This is what Jerry said. What's to assure you that if you reach a deal with Zeke that he comes back to the team with a great attitude ready to carry you guys? Well, I'll ask another question for you. If we do a contract, what's to assure us that uh, this time next year or three months later, we won't be talking about another contract? If we're not going to avoid, if we're not going to honor a contract, is that the way that you guys feel the the tone is right now? That no, you have a player that's no not. Tone. There's no tone. I'm just saying, if you have no basis to have a piece of paper, there's nothing that says a contract executed within the last few weeks or months can't be uh, 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 looked at and say, you know, I think I want a, a different part of it done this way and not play. You, yeah. you get into a different world when you don't honor your agreements. He, that's so amazing. Uh, I, just the way he goes about doing things. No, 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 no. There's no tone. You're not, you're not <laughs> describing this. There's no tone. But by the way, you enter a different world when you don't, offer your, when you don't honor your agreements. That's a tone. Yeah. That is an accusatory tone. You can say, hey, I'm delivering a tone, but there's no tone. But, dude, that's a tone. It absolutely is. When you accuse someone of you're not honoring your agreements, then the, the, the tenor of everything changes. You know, we heard Emmett Smith last night in the broadcast on CBS 11 talking about his perspective from when he held out in 1993. This is cut three here, Shippy. How does this compare, this Ezekiel Elliott holdout? We asked Jerry, how does this compare to Emmett's holdout in 93? Well, Emmett made that uh, clear, I thought, uh, last night in that broadcast. Uh, uh, he was out of contract. Uh, he wasn't holding out uh, with an existing contract. Big difference. Big difference. Well, the being free to uh, negotiate is what not having a contract is about. Oh, my God. Okay, and we had just talked about the Cowboys folklore that Charles Haley threw a helmet at Jerry <laughs> to get that deal done. And so we asked Jerry, is it true that Charles Haley threw a helmet at you? Well, he certainly did, and, and, uh, but I think him would be the first to tell you. Uh, Emmett certainly felt uh, that he uh, needed, uh, uh, he was so important to the team, and he was, uh, that he should uh, uh, have the uh, type of money that were being paid quarterbacks or being paid uh, the top players. And uh, we had offered him top running back money, and we settled on the top running back money. Man, it is so amazing and so fascinating, and I can never get enough of that 90s cowboy stuff. It is so freaking insane. So we, Ben and I used to work with Nate Newton. Nate Newton's incredible. Nate is funny. He's been to prison. He will openly talk about his mistakes. He's just an amazing guy. He's one of the most amazing guys Ben and I have ever worked with in this business. He's so unique and interesting in so many ways. Nate Newton went on record as saying, we had the White House to run our whores in and out of and do the drugs. That was a part of that whole environment. In the middle of a dynasty, the team's best player on defense turns and throws a football helmet at the head of the owner because he won't sign the star running back. 
that all happened. Kind of makes dude, all this seem like nothing, doesn't right? it? That, yes. That's why I'm cracking up, too. You probably, too, because we're like, Jerry, is it true that this <laughs> player threw a helmet at you? And it's like such a circus and so crazy. Well, he's like, he certainly yep. did. And- yeah, yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Let me finish these eggs. <laughs> he did, but, you know, it's just business, and here's what we did. You know, like, he didn't even talk about it. It's yeah, so this great. crazy giant man was furious and threw a football helmet at me. But, guys, let's talk about this, though, because, I mean, I love it, dude. This is, and this is no ordinary giant crazy man. This is a man who defecated on a teammate's car. I mean, and everybody knew it. He would. There's other things he did that were more extreme. The towel than, thing is the most extreme thing I've ever seen. Well, and he that, certainly did. And- <laughs> he did. <laughs> the thing right, this is pal. the best team to cover of all time. All right, and here's cut number five. We asked Jerry Jones today, are Dak and Amari's contract talks at all like Zeke's? Not really, no. Uh, 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 Amari Cooper and Dak are very engaged with uh, what we're doing this week and getting ready to play this Giants and uh, their contract status won't have any bearing on what we do against the Giants or this year. So uh, much different. We only have one player that is out uh, that's uh, under contract. Now, there's a lot of players that we don't have on this team, but we don't have them on the contract. We, they're not under contract for us. And so, uh, no, I, uh, it's a completely different situation. And, uh, again, not a lot to say here. Uh, the, the facts are that this game is about availability, sometimes more than ability. Availability. And uh, one thing for sure, uh, no one does anybody any good, uh, themselves or the team, if they're not available. And there's many reasons to not be available, and I don't want to get elementary here, but uh, 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 one of them is uh, uh, just to not come in and play if you have a contract. And uh, uh, so you, uh, the the game uh, and the season and life, if you will, goes on. One thing that's real interesting to me, because we've talked a lot about it, but Jerry has never done anything but diffuse it, and that is the factor of Zeke's off-the-field stuff. And quite frankly, Steven's done the same. The times yeah. I've heard them bring it up, it's we are – and they, they word it in the way that they word it, but they're saying that's not a factor for what we're talking about, basically acknowledging, hey, it's a factor for everybody, but we're not going to hold that against him in these negotiations. They're saying that without actually saying that. Yeah. And so while – Dirty pool is being played on both sides. I mean, they're, they all engage in it. And, and Joel Corey, if you didn't hear him earlier, spelled it out very directly. The Cowboys have diarrhea of the mouth. I mean, how many owners come on the flagship station and give us the absolute gold that Jerry gives us all the time? Twice yeah. a week. Twice a week. Steven's always a great guest, and he's very forthright. Twice a week. Twice a week. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do respect that aspect of this and, and that because if the Cowboys did, they could go out there and go, well, Zeke missed six games because he can't keep his nose clean, and that's – I mean, they haven't done that yet. And they can't really do it. I mean, Steven could, I guess. Jerry couldn't. And Dez pointed that out on Twitter. Dez is like, hey, man, who hadn't made mistakes? I I know you're not going to speak up here, Jerry. Right. Essentially what Dez said on Twitter. (laughs) Which is what Jerry said when he was talking about uh, uh, the linebacker. Uh, It's a linebacker from Baltimore. I'm blanking Oh, Ray Lewis. Yes, thank you, Ray Lewis. Yep. Uh, we're not going to talk about <laughs> it's so great. Mistakes. It's so great. It's so, my mistakes. But you, you bring up a great point. They're, they're not playing <laughs> dirty pool when it comes to that, which, which is more than fair. Uh, okay, and then here's cut number six, and the idea was this. I wanted to ask him, okay, last night Jerry Jones said <laughs> uh, in his media scrum 
that his expectations aren't changing without Ezekiel Elliott being here. But how can a running back that you're willing to pay like $15 million a year, if he's that important, then how can your expectations not change? Does that mean you don't need the player at $15 million a year? Well, uh, Zeke is an outstanding player. And um, arguably uh, right there with our best players. But uh, no one gives up in any way, especially with the a talented uh, group that we have and the basic uh, uniqueness of our age as a whole, as a team. Uh, and uh, uh, no one uh, without a, one player uh, believes that uh, uh, that's uh, terminal as far as us having a great year. As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. Uh, don't tell Jason Whitten that if somebody gets hurt or somebody gets suspended, that uh, our chances of winning a Super Bowl have gone. That's just not the case, and it is not the case. Uh, for instance, back when Emmett held out, and by the way, uh, just I've just got to say this, he's one of the best friends I've got, and we've had a career uh, long for me. I'm talking about my career, my career with the Cowboys. Uh, I've had a continued relationship with him and, and uh, uh, his family and uh, with Pat, forever so uh, that's the way this thing goes but the point is Emmett was the first running back to ever play uh, on a uh, Super Bowl winning team so uh, you most of these teams win Super Bowls without uh, um, rushing champions and secondly uh, we've had Zach now going on three or four years and we haven't won it yet and so uh, we've got to figure out that obviously he's not the ingredient that will win it. And so you've got to think like that. You've got to play like that. That's part of. That's why this game with so many players of uh, that it requires to play a game, offense, defense, special teams, and uh, go through the entire game. And with the limited number of snaps that snaps that player gets on defense, uh, sometimes 20 snaps for a lineman is. Uh, is, is what you see. So you look at all of that. It's availability, and one player just can't make the difference. They can make a difference, but not the difference. Okay, that was awesome. And I think he meant Zeke. We haven't, well, he said Zach, yeah. I think, but he meant Zeke. Right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Speaking of the Cowboys, Jerry Jones on the Ben and Skin Show today. I thought Skin asked the most direct, best question. This is Cut 7. Hey, Jerry, have you made your final offer to Zeke? Yeah. Uh, we not don't ever get into uh, uh, the conversation or negotiation uh, with anything around here. And uh, uh, let's just put it like this: uh, uh, we are we're where we are, and uh, I'd uh, expect uh, us to be lining up the, uh, against the Giants without Zeke. So basically, yes, that's our last offer. So it's it did sound like that to me, Ben. And you know what? You can say that, <clears throat> and then a little bit later, circumstances change, and you can always change your final offer. But I kind of thought 
based on uh, last night after the game when I started seeing all the beat reporters tweet the stuff from the Jerry, uh, you know, mini press conference. Tw- you know, he gave everybody 20 minutes last night. The way he was saying things made me think, and then obviously a lot of it was based on that football, uh, pro football talk article I read yesterday. I'm like, he's basically saying only a fool would walk away from this now, so we're done negotiating. If you want to go be foolish, go do the Nerlens Noel routine and give away $70 million. If that's what you want to do, go do it. But everything is now in our favor. And so we actually can determine whether or not you're going to be a free agent uh, at the time you want to be a free agent. So we've made our offer. You want to go stay on an island? Stay on an island. We're going to go play football. Let us know when you're ready to come back. Cut eight here, Shippy. We asked, hey, you said you don't negotiate with players because that was in the news uh, of late, and he addressed it last night with the media scrum that, uh, hey, I'm not negotiating with players. And Des Bryant was kind of talking about that yesterday on, on social media. But, uh, you know, Jerry kind of pointed out, hey, I'm the architect. I like showing them my vision. I'm not negotiating with them. But, yes, talking face-to-face helps. It's not a negotiation by any means. Uh, so we asked Jerry, okay, if you could talk face-to-face with Zeke right now, what would you say to him? I wouldn't say anything uh, here. Uh, the point is that uh, when I do talk with players, it is important that they uh, hear, at least hear me say uh, the overall picture for the Dallas Cowboys. And that is not a negotiation. I really uh, am talking about how it is and how it needs to be. And uh, we've counted on when we make contracts, we make contracts with uh, all the other players on the team, and some of those have been made two and three years earlier. But uh, all of it has to have a foundation of depending on your contracts. You have to in measuring how much you have at any given time, any given month, any given year, you look at the makeup of all the contracts. Well, if all of a sudden everybody starts walking contracts, you have no basis of getting anything in an organized way. If they're moving out as fast as you put them on, then uh, you can't plan anything. And so uh, that's why uh, uh, when I say there's not a negotiation going on when I visit with players, I'm just explaining how it's going to be. That is a really amazing way of saying, you know, I'm not really negotiating because what I'm saying is the truth. There's nothing to negotiate here. Just do what I've told you is the case, and everything's going to work out great here. I'm not negotiating. I'm telling you why you're not going to get another offer (laughs) and why you're not going to get more money because I'm in charge of the overall picture, and I'm saying there's only a limited amount of pie. Right. Here's what we're doing with the pie. We love you. And by the way, if you talk to the architect, if you talk to Jerry, I'm sure he can eloquently paint the picture for you of how playing for the Cowboys is advantageous. He's helped take this brand to the next level. And, and you know, the Cowboys ratings are super high. Guys get endorsement deals. The superstars get broadcasting jobs. Romo's about to get 10 mil a year to be a broadcaster. Do you think it helped that he played for the Cowboys as, as opposed to the Buccaneers? Oh, my God. Think about this. You know, people always talk about, well, you got to win rings. His team never even played in a conference championship game, and he's going to be the highest paid broadcaster of all time, and it's not even close. Uh, that's that benefit of, of playing for the Cowboys, which is why I wish D, uh, Dak would look at this and go, huh, w- is it worth me holding out to get 34 when 30 would be just incredible and I'm going to be set for life? Jalen gets it. And I'm not saying just because Jalen gets it, everyone else needs to get it. I, I get all that. But this becomes so personal. I, it's, it's personal for listeners and the ones whose their favorite players are being talked about and those kinds of things. But make no mistake about it, there's a salary cap. That's a reality of it. So it does. So if a player takes the biggest portion of the salary cap, 
he's waving bye to his teammates. And so you can go, ah, that's not his concern. Well, that's fine. It doesn't have to be your concern, but it's the reality of it. If you take all the pie, then no one else on your team gets to eat pie. If you walked into a party with all your friends and ate the entire cake by yourself or drank all the beer by yourself, your friends are sitting there watching you consume it. That is real. So you can sit here and go, ah, well, Jerry needs to do this. Dude, that's real. That's real, and that's why it gets down to the conversation about Dak changes majorly when it's like, okay, He's the most underpaid guy in, in the league, and he's way overachieving right now. Mm-hmm. But then if you pay him $35 million a year, well, now you're having to say goodbye to a bunch of other teammates. Is he good enough to carry you when you have to say goodbye to other teammates? That's the crux of that whole conversation. And, you know, where, where he is now, uh, you know, with Linehan being gone, I think he's going to improve. I think the natural evolution of a quarterback in year four, it, he's going to get better and better and better. So I'm willing to bet that Dak's going to get better. I don't like where these conversations have gone, monetarily speaking, for Dak. But I think it's probably a safer bet to go ahead and try to win it with Dak than it is to start over and go find a quarterback out in the abyss. I agree with that, Ben. The idea of Dak making 40 or $35 million is very uncomfortable for me. I just look at it and go, man, I don't think he's that caliber of a player. I want him. I think he's great. I think he's worth 30 or 32 or whatever. But again, we're talking about the same pie. You know, someone was like, well, why do you feel this way about Zeke and not about Dak? I do feel that way about Dak. Dak is here playing his contract. The reason we're talking about Zeke is because he's not here. So it's, it's not apples to apples. But I don't think the Cowboys should set the market for three position players they all at the same time while they've already set the market at guard and Hank Lawrence, they just set the market. One of the craziest things of, of the last six months to me is when Tank Lawrence's agent came on our show. This is in conjunction with the Clarence Hill tweet yesterday about what Tank said. Hey, that's not my problem, what you got to do with that cap. That is not my problem. Well, yeah, it kind of is. Do you want your teammates to also have pie or not? Because that number, that high-end number doesn't change. So, so Tank's agent came on our show and ripped the Cowboys and the NFL for not having a middle class while he just got his client the highest number at that position. It's like, do you not see what you're saying here? That's fine. That's fine. But it's also Jerry and Steven, first day of training camp, having the meeting. There's no worry here. This is what we do. It's the same thing. They're kind of saying the same thing. It's what we do. We don't worry about it. Well, if, if that's what you're saying, then then Demarcus Lawrence saying that it's not your problem, that's not his problem, is fine as well. Like everyone's doing their job here, right? right? Everyone's. But, but you under you understand if you can't pay everybody the most. No, you every, understand? That. No, I totally I totally understand that. But who are who else were they going to do that to besides Zeke? They weren't going to pay Amari Cooper the highest wide receiver in the well, money. I don't think they're they not going to do that. I don't. They're think not they going to give Dak the highest money for a quarterback. They're a, Dak had to shoot high because they shot low. Uh, like the guarantees. Yeah, the, what are the guarantees on Dak? I bet they were horse ass. Right. And I bet that's why. You do get numbers like 40 spitting out there. Well, I, I bet think, the guarantees were weak ass, man. Well, I think what we're talking That's about, fair. he is going to be the highest paid quarterback in average annual value, which means whatever. But he's going to get paid more than Russell Wilson, I, I, I think legitimately. I, I think Amari's going to get 20 a year. Zeke's going to get 15 a year. Dak's going to get 35 a year. You know, what would make me feel differently if, if, if Mahomes comes down and gets 50 a year. Or 45 a year, maybe. Lord, I mean, maybe you better get it done now. It's only going better. up. Wait uh, till golf, golf still happens. Wait well, on that one. 
Well, Jerry talked about this cut number nine. Skin was asking, okay, well, Zeke's here, Zeke's not here. How is the offense going to look? You know, let's just talk about Kellen Moore. Is the offense going to look dramatically different under Kellen Moore? Yeah, I've heard uh, criticism that we rely on uh, because Zeke is as talented as it is that our offense is too oriented toward uh, Zeke. And when you shut that down, which it does get shut down, then we're not as ready as we could be to exploit the other part of the defense that you have to give up to shut Zeke down. Well, now then, uh, this is, has been through training camp and is uh, an excellent time. We must execute our offense in a way that doesn't have that feature as much. And that's what's happening. And that'll be good for this team. That'll be good for this team when Zeke gets back. Teams will see that. They'll know that. And they know they have to account for what's out there when Zeke doesn't have the ball. All right, I thought that was a fantastic answer from Jerry because, first of all, he started talking about, okay, uh, Kellen Moore being here. He's, he's, you know, and he talked about this last night. He's going to bring imagination, enthusiasm, can do. He's going to take risks. Those are the things he was talking about with Kellen Moore. He's talking about the things that you get with youth as opposed to the things you get with experience with Linehan. Um, and they're losing some of that experience, but they're getting all of those other things. And so I think Kellen Moore is going to help with deception. What I liked was Jerry was saying, hey, man, it's going to help us. We've been criticized for giving the ball to Zeke too much. So at the beginning of the year, we won't be giving the ball to Zeke. He won't be here. We're going to show new wrinkles in our offense. But then he didn't leave it at that. It wasn't as if he was saying, hey, we're going to show the world we don't need Zeke. We're going to go crush it without him. He's going to say, we're going to show the world we can survive without Zeke. And then when we get Zeke back, it's going to be doubly confusing for people because they're going to, not going to know if we're going to hit them with a hammer of Zeke or do something creative and unique and, you know, knock their, knock their socks off down the field. Yeah, and I think to your point, Ben, this is one of the things that these conversations have become so interesting. But Kavanaugh has said many times he wants Zeke. He just doesn't want to pay the most money in the world to Zeke. But one of the things he keeps pointing out is if you use Zeke the right way, Cowboys are going to be borderline unstoppable with this offense. And so the old way was not as effective as it should have been. There's a ton of confidence from players and coaches and I hope fans too that Kellen Moore is going to put this thing where it needs to be in terms of playing a little bit of modern football. But when you get Zeke back, you're still going to use the best player at his position in all of football to your advantage. There's going to be a lot of good Zeke used a lot of different ways. The old regime or the old offensive coordinator was using Zeke in really predictable ways, the wrong ways, and not really getting the most out of how great that player actually is. All right, let's put a bow on Jerry. I just want to know, KT, where are you with Jerry's overall interview? What, what was your main takeaway? What's your vibe of things? Uh, the stance was I have to play hardball right now because things are getting tense and we're probably going to be getting a deal done in the next week. So i got to play hardball right now. Skin? Uh, yeah, I, I think that it's <laughs> – I think that there's – presenting things the way that they know the first three weeks are going to play out. And then if the first three weeks don't play out the way they think, then I think they're going to change their tune pretty quick because whoever the Charles Haley is will throw that helmet at Jerry's head. I think Jerry was basically saying we've given our last offer. We're not going to change it. We're prepared for Zeke to be here around the halfway point of the season because he's not dumb enough to walk away from all this money. Wow. Agreed. Agreed. I think, he, I think he's in I – mean, I think they get this done next week. I, do, I mean, I, I don't think they allow him to play in week one. I think you're right. Because he might not be physically ready, but. I really do think they get it done in the next week, too. But to Ben's point, 
If Zeke waits till halfway through the season, he will play eight games and owe oh. the Cowboys money. Yeah, it's Zeke's move. He'll that offer ain't changing. Money. He'll owe them money for playing eight games. Oh, man. Now for an NFL game show, here's Kevin KT Turner. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. I thought this would be kind of fun just to kind of get you ready, geared up, because we are six days away from the NFL happening on next Thursday night, and it's on and popping. So let's take a good look at this. Now, the first thing is uh, ESPN.com got this list. They asked all their analysts to do a bunch of, you know, a list of 10 different things. Uh, who's the head coaches, front offices, stadiums, stuff like that. Cheerleaders. So let's start with, uh, and we'll just kind of do this guessing game style. And uh, we're going to start with top 10 uniforms, according to ESPN's Matt Bowen right here. Okay? Top 10 uniforms. So just think of the team. I'm not going to get specific, just in general. Okay. It seems, Skin, you won the toss backstage and elected to defer to the second half. So, Ben, you'll go first. I'm always tossing backstage. Is a team that you mentioned, will it be on this list, Ben? Is yes. this, uh, hold on, is this going to be like a family feud style where he goes until he exhausts his possibilities? go back and forth. Okay. okay. All right, can, is there stealing? No. Uh, I'm out. Is there stealing? Okay, I'll go ahead and play anyways. I think the Cowboys, I'm biased, but I think the Cowboys have the best uniform in the NFL. <laughs> Wrong. What? They're not in the top ten? Not in the top ten. Oh, my God. I mean, it's kind of kind of generic. Uh, what? Give me the Chargers. <laughs> yes, the Chargers are on there at number three. Skin gets a point there. Skin, you keep the ball. Oh, I get to keep oh, the ball. So it, it is, is family. It is family. Let's yeah, make yeah, it take yeah. it. It's not yeah, family I never, food style. Yeah, I'd like to protest. Okay, um, I'm going to say that they will go with... Um, Oh, uh, okay, based on that, I bet they're going to shock the world and go Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, the Jags, not on the list. Those are the worst uniforms in sports. And X, over to Ben. Uh, give me the Raiders. The Raiders are on there, and they were ahead of the Chargers. A point oh, for Ben. Okay. Ben, you get to keep the ball. Were they number two or number one? They were one? number two. Okay. Uh, man, I'm going to say the Steelers are number one. The Steelers are not number one. They were number ten, but on the list, Ben oh, gets another point. He yes. Two to one. Make it, take it. Oh, I know one. I'm going to move back over to the NFC, Kevin, and I'm going to go with the Washington Redskins. They kept the Redskins off of there, likely due to political reasons. If uh, you uh, were a real man, you would have said the Browns. Skin says the Browns. No, I did not. I'm saying oh. Ben should have said that. Oh, okay. so you're not saying. No, hell no, I wouldn't guess that. Okay. Uh, give me the Rams. The Rams are on the list. Of course Skin they ties are. Ties ah. See, Ben's not good at this because he's colorblind. <laughs> You're colorblind. Oh, my bad. You'll see. Um, I'm also going to triple shock the world, and I'm going to say Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers with sharp teeth and claws. claws. They've all torn this game we call pro football. That's wrong, though. It's not, it's not oh, good. Butthole. I'm going to say the Browns. The Wait, Browns are not on the list. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, give them a point, God. though. That's respect, dude. <laughs> Dang it. I respect the hell out of that. All right. Skin, last guess, then we'll move on to a different category. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chefs. That's not I got. Then I get a guess, right? Wait, hold on. You What's went the score? first. Give okay. me the Bears. The, he went first. Uh, the Bears are on. Wait, yeah. but he went first. Yes. We he get to, we're extending the category by a couple guesses. Did he get another turn because he guessed Browns until it gave yes, him some extra? Yes, that's the bonus guess. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ben, you still get a guess here, though. Oh, that's right. Let's <laughs> make it take it. What's the score? 3-2, uh, Ben. What? Give me. I had more. Oh, God, I don't want to say that. Uh, give me the 49ers. 49er. It is correct. Yes. Wow. Ben leads 4-2. to oh, two. Fire. Wow. Awesome game. All right.
Ben keeps the ball. He will close out the category. I can't remember if I've guessed this or not. I might be guessing it. Did I guess the Bears yet? You already guessed the Bears. Okay, you then just I guessed them. The last guess. guess. I can't, I, then I won't. That wasn't my last guess. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, let me go. Let me he likes the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Patriots. The Pats are not on the list. Team oh, misses. Now, God. Skin, this is your last guess on this category. Then we'll move on. Okay, what are all the ones that have been guessed so <laughs> not far? Not telling you, just guess of team. There's uh, Miami. 32 of them. Miami. The Dolphins are on the list. Four to three. Crap. Okay. Um, <laughs> they did let a spare NFL strong safety pick out the best uniforms. <laughs> God, I never think of strong safeties as the most fashionably. Ooh. Ho, ho. Ha, ha, ha. Bet you want to. I'll take uh, the Falcons. The Falcons, not on the list. Ah, shoot. Ben leads 4-3. We go to the next category, Who guys. are the other three? Not going to worry about it. It's not going to be a thing that we worry about. 877-881-1053. Who are the other three? We'll spend no time on it. What are the top ten stadiums? Now, when you say stadiums, I'm, I've like, been I'm all not going to ask you for the sponsor. You can just name the team and, you know. We'll go through it, but just yeah. uh, give I've it a just look. been to all these stadiums, so I'm really I, qualified. I don't for this. know, and honestly, don't care. But that, I'm going to say Jerry World. Number that is one. number two on the list. Wait, why does he start again? <laughs> doesn't matter. You got equal it's a great turns. Question. No, he matter. didn't. One guy kick off. You and get one guy it in received. the second half. This is the second category. We're going to get through four categories. Don't be an ass, man. I feel like it's <laughs> just so willy nilly and just so by the crotch of your crotch. Uh, I think it's going really it's well. It's so Willie Nelson. <laughs> Five three. Ben leads. AT and T Stadium was number two on the list from Dan Gaziano. <laughs> Uh, give me the Vikings. That's correct. That's number one on the list. Really? Ben leads six to three. Give me the Falcons. That's number three on the list. Ben leads seven to three. They <laughs> do not serve Chick-fil-A on Sundays, but they don't need to because they've lowered the prices of all their concessions. Yeah. Ben's uh, done a lot of traveling. Um, give me. He's choosing all the Super Bowl cities. <laughs> give me the Patriots. Nah, it sucks. Not on the list. Not a big fan <laughs> of Fox and Buttle. I'll take the uh, Jets Giants. What's that, Met Life or whatever that's called? That's a miss. Oh, my God. Really? Dude, you All know right. they're going to be rat infested. There's Give just me. Two Dude, that's like it's one of the five youngest stadiums. Ten years ago it was. Give no. me the Chiefs. Oh, yes, the great oh. Arrowhead Stadium. Been running away with it eight to three. I hate this game. Give me Seattle. Correct. CenturyLink Stadium, home of the 12th man, sort of 9-3, Ben Leeds. Give me Painful. the Bears. Duh. No, Soldier Field. And i, I got to be honest, I drove by Soldier Field last year. It's a real, dump. real dump. Yeah, it does not look great. 9-3, Ben Leeds skin. Is the new Los Angeles Stadium ready? Okay. Is that a guess or is that a question? Uh, it's a both. This is like a non sequitur question. No, it's because I'm just going with the newest <laughs> stadium. No, it, A, it's not ready. Okay. They played in the Coliseum, if you remember. And that's your guess? No, you I didn't guess. He was asking a question. I asked a question. It's not oh, I asked a question, you butthole. Come on. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and guess Los hey, is Angeles. the place where the Cowboys' last game was last year? <laughs> is there a new one ready? How do you make a list if you don't even exist yet? I'll go ahead and guess that then. Incorrect. Colts. Lucas Oil, that's correct. Yes! Finley's 10 to 30. Fire! Your Kill skunk it. rule if you nail this one. All right, go for the skunk. Uh, give me, give me the Broncos. Mile high. Not, not, not new enough. Comes then. in at number ten. Good oh, God! God! You gotta be kidding me! All right, so that that'll wrap up that category. Crap. Now let's go. And I go first on everything, right? You well, no, we're switching to. The no, 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 no. I'm not now. going first for any of these. 
We're switching to the second half now. I'm not going first. Lewis Riddick's top ten head coaches. These are now three-point questions. Ben leads 11-3. to three. We'll start with skin. I defer. I'll defer. Okay, okay I'll, I'll take defer. Bill Belichick. That's correct. Skin gets three points. It's 11-6. to six. <laughs> um, Give me – I'll take Andy Reid. Andy Reid, number two. Yes, three points. That's 11-9. to nine. I'll take McVay. Okay, like that, this category is too easy now. We're gonna be, we're gonna bail out of it. His skin now leads twelve to eleven. Wait, have I swept yet? He's winning. Yeah, yeah he he for no reason he he jumped, bumped up to three because he screwed me on the last round. <laughs> I and didn't he made another you. terrible. You made decision. bad guesses because um, your heart wasn't in it. No, my heart, heart is, was in it. You you look at my heart. Nah, you went full. Uh, half I'll butt. take uh, Doug Peterson. We're done with the coaches category. Oh, nice, <laughs> good, 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 good. Skin leads twelve to eleven. Now, now it's time for the best quarterbacks. Over at NFL.com, they did take votes on the MVP. Okay, so if you just, I've got about eight names. Marshall Falk. I got ten names on there. You throw it all out there. It's make it, take it. Skin leads twelve to eleven after the fraudulent head coaching category. And then, I get to start again because remember the two categories. Who did NationalFootballLeague.com analyst pick to win most valuable player, Ben? Well, I don't get to start twice like he did? No. Well, I started twice. I think he should get well, to go. I think attitude in the middle oh. of the game. <laughs> 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 uh, MVPs. <laughs> so this is, this is what pisses me off because I heard the morning show going, well, the Fantasy League, now KT's in charge of the Fantasy League. It's going to be a fire. Well, how – what do you mean? Like it's fire, son. You, it's a fire emoji. Well, I have Dang like him. I have like seven jobs, and I'm running the fantasy oh, league because no one wanted to do it. It's fire, oh, but it's gonna suck. No, it's good. Well, then don't show up or be in the league if you think it's oh, gonna suck. Oh, my question, Mahomes. That's right. Ben ties it up at twelve and keeps the ball. What are these worth? Six points. Tightening now? up here. Uh, I'd say Aaron Rodgers. Correct. Ben leads 13-12. Uh, Carson Wentz. Correct. He actually had time for first place votes with Pat Mahomes. Are you serious? NFL.com people, really just NFL analysts in general, cannot get off of the sack of Carson Wentz, and I don't get it. Russell Wilson. Let the man finish a season before we start championing him as the best of all time. Russ not on the list, though, Ben. Oh, what? 14-12 over to skin. Drew Brees. <laughs> Correct. How many are left? About seven. Really? Yeah. They have that many? They have ten. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and throw Brady out there. Correct. Tied at 14. Um, Six left. I think if there's another quarterback worth a damn. So he said Mahomes. I'm he sorry, said five Wentz. left. Five left now. He said Mahomes. He said Wentz. Yes. Um, Five's a good odd number, so this is how it will finish. Who can name most of the remaining five MVP candidates on NFL.com? All right, I'm going to shock the world and say Khalil Mack. Incorrect. Not on the list. Oh, okay, now there are no turns. It's rapid fire. Well, One at a time. I'd rather. Oh, okay. No, so make it, it take it. Oh, okay, okay. Baker Mayfield. Incorrect. Oh! Hmm. Hmm. Very rapid. Trent, it's not <laughs> it's really, really not as rapid as it was earlier. <laughs> it's um, not rapid at all. I'm trying to think if there's another quarterback that's worth. I mean, would they? They wouldn't do that. You are going 40 in the left lane right now, man. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and say I'll say golf. No golf. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley's ah. on there. Ben leads 15 to 14. There are four names left on the list. The madness. 
Oh, wait, he doesn't keep going? <laughs> We're going back and forth now. Oh, we are? Okay, then Zeke. Nope. Christian McCaffrey. Nope. It's one running back and three quarterbacks. Oh, there's still quarterbacks left? Yeah. Oh, crap. Um... We'll do this with the G-Bag Nation. It's no, okay, G-Bag. all right, fine. I'm trying to think of what badass quarterback I, we've already haven't named. Well, what if it's not a badass quarterback? Okay, then Dak. Nope. Deshaun Watson. Nope. Damn. Oh, is this when this luck? Oh, Andrew Luck, because of when nope. this came out. Nope. Matt Ryan. There's, Matt Ryan, correct. Ben leads 16 to 14. He needs one more to ice it. Okay, I mean, I don't Hello? know. Steel. It's like there's Wait, no. Wait, oh, it's me? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Roethlisberger. God, no. Mm. Cam Newton. No. Good guess, though, but no. Wait, why well, was that a good guess and mine wasn't? Uh, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> see, do you see how I made it yeah, do that? that was good. Did we already good. say Drew Brees? I guess we did. Already huh? did. Um, crap, I don't think any of these other quarterbacks are worth it. You said there's a defensive player left? No, a running back and two quarterbacks. Oh, then. Um, oh, Kamara. Kamara's yeah, correct. That's wow. That's a good one. So there's two that. quarterbacks left, and it's 16 15, and it's Ben There's Star- no good quarterbacks ben left. Say, Kyler M.F. Murray. No, oh, but I love it. God, there's no way any of these quarterbacks Just pick are one worth of the quarterbacks. <laughs> um, did we already said Russell Wilson, right? Yes. Uh, God, did Trubisky? Nope. Jameis Winston. Nope. Oh my God, <laughs> dude. I don't even remember any of the quarterbacks that are left. I couldn't believe these guys got votes. Put it that way. Uh. Oh, Philip Rivers. No. God, Eli Manning? No. <sighs> I just can't imagine any of these other spares. Sam I mean, Darnold? No. I mean, what what is left? Yeah. I know, right? I don't I don't I don't know who's left at this point. I give up. Um, okay, uh <laughs> Oh, oh, well, clearly Case Keenum. No. Nope. Uh, you know, we're just naming We'll call it off right there. Ben wins 16 15. Oh, yes. Crap. Win, baby. Final two I'd like to guess now. Yep. I want to guess right now. Oh, Andy I'm Dalton. Say, nope. uh, Lamar Jackson? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Lamar, wait, Lamar Jackson's on the list, but not Jared Goff. No. Got it. Wow. All right. So is Derek Carr. Coming up next. No way. Yeah, there is no was. way. Brian there was no us. way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.